okay, I accomplished something. That's great. You know, I want to I want to accomplish more and never satisfied. Welcome to Disruptors. And I don't think my guest needs an introduction. It is the one and only Jake Paul. So, Jake, I want to get straight in it because I know you're really busy doing a lot of stuff over there, I believe, in New York. So first off, I want to say thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. A hundred percent, man. Yeah, we've been going nonstop this whole entire week doing all types of media and stuff, but that's the grind. That's the grind. And what sort of things are you promoting right now? Is there one big push? Uh, right now we're, you know, on the road for Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor doing a bunch of press conferences. Um, tickets are on sale, you know, msg.com. They're selling out fast, so people got to get good seats, you know, Better tune in if you, if you want to get good seats. So, Jake, I thought I'd do something different. Maybe you haven't done this before, um, but I thought we'd do six rounds with Jake Paul. Um, so round one is Jake Paul in training. Round two is turning pro. Round three is weighing in. Round four is true and false. Round five is would you fight? And round six is quick KO fire. So um, I know you've not got massive amount of time. So, you know, by all means, answer them as quickly as you want. Um, but one thing I, a lot of my um, followers wanted me to ask you was how does a high school dropout kid from Ohio become one of the most influential people in the world? Just hard work, you know, and, and rolling with everything, you know, like you learn a lot along the way and you have the opportunity to get better, adapt and grow or stay the same old kid from Ohio. And uh, I'm really good at learning and adapting and changing. And, you know, I don't let life win. So it's not an easy road and not a lot of people can get here or anywhere, you know, th this far, this fast. Uh, but it's all worth it at the end of the day. And you just got to dedicate yourself and, you know, go where other people aren't. And was that like a one major goal, something or someone you wanted to become? Not really, you know. Um, to, to me, it's just about getting better every single day and hustling, you know, and, and okay, I accomplished something. That's great. You know, I want to I accomplish more and never satisfied. And um, it just... I think that's like part of the secret. You can just never be satisfied. It's it's the challenge, honestly, though. It's like the challenge of getting um, better and and figuring out life because life's really a game. And so, like, that's what I love most about it, honestly. Is it sometimes painful if that you've always got a challenge and you've always got to grow and you've never fully figured it out. Is there that pain and it's never enough? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. That, that is definitely um, a byproduct of never being satisfied. So, uh, but that comes with the territory and it's a little bit sad, but you know, that's what the greatest people on earth, I guess, uh, deal with because, they just want to keep on going. And um, that's what creates legends, I guess. Jake, do you think you're misunderstood? Uh, for sure. Definitely. You know, I think the narrative is sort of changing. 
I think people are seeing, you know, who I actually am and, and what I actually stand for. Um, but definitely misunderstood. Uh, I have a tattoo on the back of my neck uh, that says, I wish I could explain. And it's one of my favorite tattoos because no matter where I go, you know, I, I can't explain everything to anybody um, unless you know me or, or my friend and have known me since I was a kid, you know, the, that's the only way you could judge me. And, and what do you wish you could explain? It's exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. You know, it, words can't explain it. Um, where my life, you know, who I am, what I stand for, what I'm doing, what my mission is, you know, the stories that, uh, of the things I've been through uh, that shaped me into this person I am today. Um, but again, it's a wish, right? That's, that's what the saying is, is. I wish I could explain um, because there's so much to explain. You know, I'd have to make a documentary or movie about my life to barely capture, barely capture uh, or barely explain. A, a documentary would barely explain my life. So I'd need like 10 of those. So, Jake, when you said um, the narrative is changing about you, what's it changing from and to? I don't know, but it's changing. You know, that's not my job to, like, describe it. I think people were like, yo, this kid was um, some young, crazy YouTuber, um, and that's what the media wanted to paint an image of, and now it's like, oh, he's, a you know, actually a good guy, and is a great boxer and a great athlete and I can't believe he's done it and, you know, gone this far and he's so successful and smart because he made all of this money. Um, but yeah, that's just how the media works. Right. So Jake, you've done a lot of things in your life. As you said, 10 documentaries in the making, you've got, you're definitely a creator, an entrepreneur, an entertainer, a musician, a fighter, but how would you describe yourself? Um, I would say just a hard worker, a visionary, and uh, I'm very tough. That's about it, really. It just came out recently, Jake, that you're the second highest earning YouTuber in the world. Was it ever a goal to be, you know, one of, if not the biggest YouTubers? And how did that make you feel? Yeah, I mean, I'm not really a YouTuber anymore. Um I like didn't even post. I don't even think I posted on YouTube. Maybe I posted on YouTube a couple of times this year. But um, yeah, I had a goal when I was starting to film on YouTube. Uh, I wanted to get the most amount of views out of any YouTuber. Um, that was like in 2017. But yeah, I, comp I accomplished that goal. So but yeah, just like executing my vision. Is it true you've got a goal to be a billionaire? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is true. Why do you want to be a billionaire? I think it's the challenge of getting there, you know? It's like if I wake up every single day and I know that my goal is to become a billionaire, then I have to operate my life in um, a very certain fashion. Um, and that pushes me to become a better person.
on many different fronts. And I think when you have money, you can do whatever you want. It's like freedom. That's the beautiful thing about money, you know, is, is freedom and being able to go on vacation when you want or chill when you want or, you know, buy the nice things that you want. Um, so that's, that's part of it too. Thanks, Jake. So round two is turning pro. Um, is there any one person that's been the biggest influence on your career? Hmm. I don't, I don't think there is one person. I, you know, I like to look at a bunch of people, you know, I'm inspired by a bunch of people, you know, my whole life. Uh, I've been inspired by many different people and time to time it changes. So, yeah. Anyone you could pick out maybe? Um, not really, to be honest. I don't think you should strive to be like one person because then you're just going to become unoriginal. Um, I like to pick people's best attributes out and be inspired by them. Can you remember your first big payday? Can you remember how much it was, how you felt and what you did with it? Um, yeah, I got paid for a Vine, a Vine brand deal. I got paid like $200 and I went and I bought the new uh, LeBron shoes. <laughs> that was lit. <laughs> Jake, do you think you'll overtake Conor McGregor as the highest paid athlete in the future? For sure. Yeah, with, without a doubt, you know, like he doesn't even fight anymore, really. He just he just loses, I guess. So you can only you can only fight so many times when you're losing every single time. Um, you've been quoted in Talk Sport, Jake, saying, I'm going to go and get coached by Team Khabib. Is this maybe a hint that you're going to move into MMA? I might. Yeah, I might. Um, I just think it'd be funny. And I, I'm a wrestler, so, you know, I have that wrestling background. And uh, there's nothing I can't do. So in a couple of years, someone's going to pay me a big bag. I'm going to just run that checkup. Man, go kick some people in the face. So, Jake, when you say there's nothing you can't do, where'd you get this confidence from? I don't know if that comes from confidence. I guess it's just facts. You know, like when you're living your life, you have to, I'm very self-aware and I don't think a lot of people are. Like, I just do things and I'm good at them. So I've just noticed that <laughs> and whatever I set my mind to, I can figure it out. You know, like I said, life's everything in life's a game. So it's like, if I want to learn how to play piano, I could become the best piano player just because why not? It's about rhythm and soul and feeling. And obviously you have to practice, but you just got to figure out things in life, you know? And, and I guess that's why I say that there's nothing I can't do. Right, Jake, round three, weighing in. Um, what do you think of KSI and Logan Paul going into business together? I think it's dope. I think it's, uh, I think it's smart. And uh, they're doing it. Well, Logan's doing it. Logan's sort of carrying the whole company. But obviously, um, KSI's got a big name. But it's, it's crushing it. So I'm, I'm proud of Logan. And uh, it's a very smart play by him. 
if KSI challenged you, would you ever fight him? Yeah, no, I'm ready. I'll fight him whenever, wherever. <laughs> I don't even got to train. Um, but he's, he knows better than to do that. Um, do you think right now, Jake, that a lot of the big platforms and big tech, they um, have a lot of power to sense, censor or deplatform people? Do you think that's an issue right now? It's a massive issue. You know, we don't have freedom of speech anymore. And it's very scary. It's a very scary time to be alive. And basically the, you know, these platforms are controlling how people think, which then controls the, the world. So, you know, they're, they're, it's all propaganda, right, at the end of the day. So um, it's definitely very scary. And humans don't even realize it until it's too – I mean, they'll probably never realize it because you don't understand. You just are consuming. You just open up the phone and start looking. But what's being put in front of your eyes is definitely being controlled, and that slowly has an effect on you and inspires you to act a certain way. So in its essence, the, the censorship is actually just control. Do you have any view on what's going on with Spotify, Joe Rogan, all that right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's crazy. Like, I don't get how people are mad, you know. Joe Rogan just is speaking his truth and a lot of its facts. And, um, you know, everyone should be able to say what they want. And it's not up to Spotify. Again, it's censorship that people want Spotify to censor for what reason. Um, so, again, yeah, it just goes back to like the platforms are being censored to control the way people think. Um, and, you know, people say it's misinformation. Well, no, it's not. Do you actually know that? Uh, it's, it's pretty embarrassing uh, the way... Uh, our society thinks and I'm ashamed to be a part of this generation. And I think Joe Rogan is great. Jake, do you invest in businesses or do you invest in assets? Yeah. Yeah. Both, both. And what kind of projects do you have on the go? Um, with my venture capital firm, we're, we're investing into like four to five companies per quarter. Um, so we, we invested in like 20 different companies last year, different metaverses, uh, crypto utilities, NFT utilities, um, you know, direct consumer brands. Um, so we're, we're really active on that side of things. And then getting more into like real estate um, as much as possible. But that's my focus for this year. Do you think you'll launch your own NFT or NFT series? Yeah, I did a I did a boxing one. I launched a digital rookie card um, and a couple of other things. So I'm definitely dabbled in the space and um, definitely have more plans uh, for the future. Jake, I know you have a charity called Boxing Bullies, um, which we've supported. Um, and I want to thank you for all the great work you do there. Why is that important to you? And I'd love for you to shout that out here on the show. Yeah, no, boxing bullies is, is one of my favorite things. Um, no one my age who has a platform really is doing any sort of, you know, charity work, I guess, besides like Jaden Smith in like a real meaningful way. Um, so, uh, you know, I didn't 
I didn't want to let that continue to be the case. And I, I needed to act on my, um, on my fellow 25 to 25 and under friends behalf. Um, and bullying is such a big thing, especially on the internet. And I've been bullied and it hurts and I've bullied and it hurts or you're bullying cause you're hurt. So just raising awareness about that. And, um, around the sport of boxing, giving people confidence and giving them a purpose. And uh, that's what really helped me find my purpose was boxing. And so um, that's what I want to share with the kids is like, yo, it's not cool to bully anybody and maybe pick up some gloves. You know, if you have some extra anger to get out, go let it out on the heavy bag. Where, if anyone wants to support, can they go for, uh, to help out there? Um, boxingbullies.com. Boxing and then B-U-L-L-I-E-S.com. You can make a donation there. That would be much appreciated. We're renovating a bunch of new boxing gyms too right now. Um, old boxing gyms. So doing a lot of cool stuff there. Right, Jake. Round four. Getting through these rounds. So true or oh. false and why? Um does Dana White pay his fighters correctly or fairly? True or false and why? False. Um, they, they make less than, you know, uh, a janitor. And I'm not saying a janitor is like a bad job or anything, but like they're risking their lives in, in the ring. And uh, they don't have long-term health care. And you know, the heavyweight champion of the world in boxing is making $30 million and the heavyweight champion in the UFC is making 600 K. So where's that, all that extra money going? You know, it's, it's all greed and it's all going to fill uh, Dana White's pockets. Why do you think he's not paying the fighters fairly? Greed, you know, and he, he's running a business and he's a capitalist and uh, he's looking at those P and L's and he just wants to take more and more money. That's really all it is. Did I see you've just launched a diss track about Dana White? Yeah. <laughs> so what's that all about? Mm, just our ongoing feud, you know, and raising awareness and trying to start a revolution because no one seems to have the balls to speak up about this thing that is clearly a problem um, and about this guy who is clearly a problem. And I want to use my platform to drive change and to, I guess, help fighters in any way possible. So is the problem with Dana White just that he doesn't pay his fighters fairly or is there something else involved? I mean, the problem is, is that he says shit about me all the time. That's not true. And um, I'm just like, yo, <laughs> what about you? What are you up to, mister? I'm going to put you on blast. You want to you want to be in the media? Let's let's do some media then. I'll make a song about your bitch ass. And is that is everything in the video about him true? I mean, I I'm not uh, I'm not God, but my spidey senses tell me yes. Right, Jake. True or false, and why did Floyd Mayweather fully pay up Logan Paul for their fight? Nah, they nah. Floyd, Floyd is broke, man. I've been saying it the whole entire time. And so you think he didn't pay up just because he hasn't got the money? 
I think he probably spent it on uh, all, all the girls he pays to be around him. True or false, Jake? Are you in talks with new heavyweight UFC legend Francis Ngannou? False. So do you think someone's spreading those rumors? I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But, yeah, I guess you could say, like, it goes back to my earlier point about how this generation just, like, believes anything that they read or see or hear. I could call up CNN right now and tell them something crazy, and they would run with that shit without having any facts to check it. Jake, last one on round four on the true or false round. True or false, Tommy Fury was injured leading him to pull out of your fight. Unknown. <laughs> you know, he says he says he was injured, but, you know, who knows? The Furies have a history of pulling out of fights. So uh wouldn't be surprised if it was all a hoax, but it's not my problem now. Right, Jake, round five. This is um, a quick one. It is, would you fight? And then would they fight you? Okay. So would you fight Mike Tyson? Yeah. Would you fight Floyd Mayweather? Yeah. Would you fight Canelo? Yeah. Would you fight Khabib? Yeah. Would you fight Conor McGregor? Yeah. Would Mike Tyson fight you? Yeah. Would Floyd Mayweather fight you? No. Would Canelo fight you? Yeah. Would Khabib fight you? Yeah. Would Conor McGregor fight you? Yeah. Would you fight Logan Paul? Yeah. Would Logan Paul fight you? Yeah. That's my favorite round so far. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> right, round six is the final round, the KO round, Jake. Okay. Um, who is your favorite creator and why, or a creator you really like? Um, oh, who are those guys? Uh, the, uh, what's it called? The boys, the three boys. The Jasper. Oh, man. I'm forgetting their name right now. The, the, hello. Yeah, I don't know. I'll think of it by the end of the interview, though. All right, cool. Um, what's the biggest risk you've ever taken, Jake? Probably um, moving to Hollywood uh, with no idea what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> with my brother who had no idea what he was doing. We just were there by ourselves with like $5,000. And why did you move to Hollywood? What was the goal? At the time, just to pursue entertainment and uh, look for more opportunity for our careers and then um, to have fun, honestly. Because <laughs> when I visited LA, I was like, man, this is way better than Ohio. Jake, when you think about what you want to do with your life, do you have a very clear outcome for your whole life? Or do you like to sort of bob and weave with opportunities that present themselves to you? Yeah, but uh, bob and weave. But like, I have a I have a clear path 
and I know what my passions are, but um, sometimes life has its own plans, you know, so you can't, you can't just always stick to what the game plan was before, but you just have to adapt, overcome, and know what the ultimate goal is, um, I guess, if that makes sense, but yeah. What's the best advice you ever remember receiving? I would say the only easy day was yesterday. What's the worst advice you ever remember receiving? Mm, a lot. <laughs> People have terrible advice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, so much stuff. Probably <laughs> my teachers were like, don't go to L.A. You're never going to make it. That was the worst advice because if I would have listened, woo. Do you have any regrets, Jake? Nope. I got a tattoo that says no regrets right there, but it's spelled wrong. Jake, what's the most expensive single purchase you've ever made? Ooh, like a house or something probably. But like besides that, um, yeah, this this it this probably this watch. Is that Richard Mille? Yeah. And how much is one of them? This is worth like more almost nine hundred k. Richard Mille, big daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the most money you've ever made in a day? Um, like. Probably 20 million, 25 million, maybe 20, 20. Yeah. Like around there. Yeah. What trends for creators do you think will change the game in 2022? Being yourself and honest as fuck and not giving a shit about cancel culture. Those people will be successful. All this fake ass shit is going to collapse. Jake, does money make you happy? Mm, money doesn't make me happy, but using it as a tool to unlock, you know, activities and experiences and dinners and being able to go places with my friends and family, that makes me happy. Jake, as someone who's had a lot of haters, have you got a little hack for people dealing with hate? If you're doing anything that's important, you're going to have haters. If you're not doing anything important, then you won't have haters. It'll be an easier life, you know, but that means you're not doing anything important. So if you have haters, you're probably doing something important and just stick to that and focus on that. And um, honestly, no matter what, they're probably just going to make you richer and happier in the long run because you'll find a better version of yourself through the hate. And Jake, how do you stay mentally strong? I think you're sort of either born like that or, or not, and then you could just grow and adapt on top of that. But um, a lot of meditation helps, and uh, journaling helps, and uh, speaking with your friends and family about your feelings and emotions helps. Would you rather have... $100 million cash or 100 million engaged followers and why? 100 million engaged followers for sure. Um, hands down because you can turn that into way more than $100 million cash.
Jake, I know that you're really busy. I know you're doing a lot of promotion. I know you don't normally do these kind of interviews. So I just want to thank you very much for taking the time, uh, you know, and sharing with us today. I'm really grateful. Thanks very much. Thank you, man. I appreciate you.